What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Howling at the Hoop, your everything Minnesota Timberwolves basketball podcast. I'm your host, Adam Berg, and today we will be going over Wolves Spurs, which just happened last night, which was Monday, March 14th. The Timberwolves improved to 40 and 30 on the season, 10 games over 500. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Great to see. And the San Antonio Spurs fall to 26 and 43 on the year uh, with last night's win. Still puts us at 1.5 games back of Denver for the sixth seed and three games back of Dallas for the five. Now, we are doing all that we can right now. We are winning and putting a lot of wins together, stringing wins together, but these teams are doing the same thing. And this five, six, seven seed uh, battle right now in the West is one of the tightest. It's probably the tightest race in the NBA right now, and it's 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 fun to be a part of, and I can't wait to see how it, it uh, plays plays out down the stretch. Now, before we get talking into this, I just want to say thank you guys for sticking with me. Uh, for one thing, this is episode 16, and I haven't made a podcast in a minute. I haven't made a podcast since the uh, All-Star Break podcast. So uh, what's been going on in my life the past few weeks is obviously my uh, job. Um, and I'm, I'm obviously watching every game, but I'm just, I've am just i just been busy, and life gets in the way a little bit. This obviously isn't my um, main job. I, I wish it was, and maybe one, hopefully one day it will be. But what I'm thinking here is plan on to get out at least one podcast a week. I'm going to try to get at least one podcast a week and maybe sometimes there'll be more. Um, I'm going to try to figure out a drop day or else I'm just going to have to post a podcast after a big game when I want to talk about something. And last night was a monster game, which I wanted to talk about. And I wanted to go over a few more things with you guys as well. So uh, stay tuned and I can't wait. So here we go. Let's get into it. Um, The Wolves. We set a franchise record last night with 149 points in four quarters of basketball. They need didn't need any extra time in this game to put up 149 points, which is phenomenal. Wolves just keep setting records this year as uh, this record's obviously been broken. Carl Anthony Towns broke a record we're going to get into in a second. Uh, Malik Beasley has broke the franchise three record. And then D'Angelo Russell and Ant are still creeping up on that list too. Probably going to pass the previous record for a season. And this team is just fun to watch. It is fun to watch, and it's uh, it's great we're playing so well. The team chemistry, the way that these guys have bonded and really, really uh, embraced each other. And it, it feels like they're all trying to take each other to another level, if that makes sense. They're all, they're all hyping each other up to get to this other level. And this team knows that they can be special, not just this year, for many years to come. And this is just the beginning. This is just the first full year in the Chris Finch era. Think about that for a second. That's exciting. We have one of the best coaches in the league now, and he should be in consideration for coach of the year, Chris Finch, the things that he's done with this team, um, the way that he's used Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and getting our key role players involved that Saunders, uh, Ryan Saunders never uh, could figure out. And even the way Tibbs would use Cat in in uh, different ways, um, it seems Finch has just really figured out how to get the get all the potential out of this team, and we're still going. Now, Cat headlines the entire NBA last night with a monster performance. 60 points, 17 rebounds. The first 60-point game of the season for the entire NBA. The previous was 56, which I know was done by LeBron, and I don't know if there was another person tied for that this year. But anyways, Carl Anthony Towns, 60 points, 17 rebounds, which also set the franchise mark for most points in a game. Carl broke his own record as he had um, 56 against the Atlanta Hawks like three years ago, which was another phenomenal game. But this one, this tops it now. And since the All-Star break, 
Cat's averaging 27 and 10. He should definitely be in the All-NBA consideration. He should be an All-NBA center, no doubt about it. I've said this before even uh, a few weeks ago that you you can understand Joel and Jokic are going to get more love than Carl uh, for the All-NBA selections. And understandable, whatever, those guys are bigger names. But we Carl Anthony Towns is making himself a big name, and he has been. But he just keeps breaking records, and he's just going to keep doing it in silence if he has to. And uh, people are gonna people are gonna notice. Last night was an explosion that you that couldn't be ignored. He's gonna beat Rudy Gobert out for that third All NBA spot. There's no question in my mind, and he should, especially when the whole empty stats narrative is gone because he is on a winning basketball team and he's the the main reason why we are winning basketball games. So yeah, broke his own record last night, and since the All Star break, he's averaging twenty seven and ten. And the Wolves are nine and two in that span. These are just numbers that can't be ignored um, around the entire NBA. They just cannot be ignored. And you see on Twitter, finally, he's starting to get some love. Now, breaking down this game a little bit, Carl Anthony Towns, this was not all uh, flowers and roses in this game. It wasn't easy, especially in the first half, uh, particularly. Carl Anthony Towns got really frustrated. He He didn't. He was doing what he's been doing all season, which is driving the ball more than shooting threes, shooting from long distance. And it has been working all season. But he realized in this game that that wasn't going to work as he wasn't getting the foul calls in the first half. He kept falling to the ground, not getting any calls. And you can understand where he is frustrated, absolutely. But you can also understand where he's got to dial it back a little bit and Finch needs to kind of pull him to side and get his head back in the game. And he did a great job of that in the second half. But the first half, he did get a technical foul, which is whatever. If you get one technical foul, all right, then you know to flip a switch, put it behind you, play some basketball. And he did exactly that. He did exactly that. Now, other than Carl Anthony Towns, we got to shout out some guys here. I mean, uh, Patrick Beverly had a quietly great night. Uh, he he held the team together in in spots where we uh, we really needed it. Jalen Noel with another good game. Torian Prince with a good game. D'Angelo Russell also with a good game. Those are just guys I wanted to highlight especially now the, the score was 75 to 73 at the half absolutely no defense being played but there was an interview at the half with Patrick Beverly and he did say that you know the Spurs they were taking the shots that we wanted them to take but I mean they're just hitting them and they're going to stick to the game plan and if they're hitting those shots then um, there's just nothing we can do about that we're going to stick to our game plan and I do respect that but to a point you do get you do need to change it up after you let up 73 points and a half I mean, when you when you put up seventy five like we should like we did, it shouldn't be a two point basketball game. But Carl Anthony Towns explodes in the third quarter, coming out of the second half, thirty two points, one of the best quarters of scoring basketball you will ever see. Carl Anthony Towns just phenomenal, put the team on his back. Yet he he ends up getting the franchise record late in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter he didn't do much scoring; it was mostly just the third. Um, the franchise. He tied the franchise record, excuse me, his own record with 56. He did that in the third quarter. He didn't get his 57th point until a free throw late in the fourth. And then he finally got that off his back. And then he hit a dagger step back, long three. I think it was over uh, Jakob for the 60 ball. And that was all she wrote from there. Game was over. I mean, the Wolves kept him at arm's length a little bit there. Now, something bad did come out of this game. Well, we have a couple of keys to talk about, but one thing is with about 40 seconds left, uh, Jaden McDaniels, what does he land on a foot rolls his ankle? Um, didn't look good. 
I hope it's nothing more than like an, you know, an ankle sprain, just an ankle tweak, uh, praying that he's all good. Definitely going to need him, obviously. And uh, Jaden's been a great story this season, and he's really opened some eyes as well, playing great basketball. And he's just that plug-and-play guy. He's great off the bench, and he's great when Vando sits like tonight and we need a guy to step in the starting lineup. Jaden's our guy. I uh, really hope that he can come back soon. Haven't looked at any news yet, but I will uh, try to keep myself updated and keep you updated if I if I see anything on Jaden. And then in the course of this game, Malik Beasley, he was just out there doing cardio on this one. Uh, doesn't record a single stat in 19 minutes, took one shot. Now, I mean, we can blast Malik Beasley for this performance. I mean, at least like he could at least do something. Just zero stats is unacceptable. But Malik Beasley has absolutely turned it on in the second half of the season, hitting threes and being a lot more consistent, a lot more efficient. So we're going to give him a pass on this one. Um, it's good that we didn't need him in this game with Carlo with such a phenomenal performance. But Malik knows what he needs to do, and uh, the Wolves Twitter Wolves fans have really been giving him his flowers as of late, and he has deserved it. And actually, I, I tweeted the other day, I don't know, well, I um, I know some of you have seen that I got this Malik Beasley rookie patch auto uh, out of, actually, I don't think it's numbered. I think it's just his rookie patch auto, auto freshman flyers uh, for the Nuggets. I got a steal on that card. Pretty pumped about it, but glad to get a Malik card. Um, now, yeah, final score, 149-139. Concerns, obviously, defense. We shouldn't have let up 139 points to the San Antonio Spurs especially not a perimeter shooting team. They're all about drive and mid-range. Don't have any true three-point threats, shooters on their roster. But we gave up a lot of threes tonight. They took a lot of threes. And they were, I guess they were just hitting. Like Patrick Beverly said, we were, we were giving them the shots that we felt were good shots for them to take. But defense is still concerned, still slow, sloppy. We don't look as engaged. Uh, rotations. We need to be a, a lot quicker, but I, I think that Finch Finch will figure this out. And hopefully now is the time that, well, we should have been doing this more against worse teams that, you know, in a playoff series, you're obviously going to have to adjust. And I believe that we're going to be in a playoffs. We are a playoff basketball team. And in a seven-game series, you got to adjust every game. You might have to adjust every quarter, uh, different things. So we got to be trying out different defenses, different packages. Um, so we're – used to playing them and comfortable with it in a game scenario. So Finch is just going to be playing with things. The coaching staff is going to be playing with things. And uh, we just got to keep, just got to keep winning ball games. That's all it comes down to. Still want the six seed, not settling for anything less. That's been the goal for this team the whole year. And I think we can hit it. Just need a little help. <laughs> we got to keep winning, but we need a little help. And we honestly just haven't got any help at all. Another note is that Jalen Noel needs to stay in this rotation no matter what. He's a spark plug off the bench. He can score from all three phases. Jalen Noel is just coming along brightly as an NBA basketball player, and we knew this is what he could be, and Rosa saw this in him, and it was a great selection, and I'm uh, just a big fan of Jalen Noel. He needs to stay in this rotation. All right, so that wraps it up. Uh, final line, obviously, Carl Anthony Towns, 60-17 boards and seven threes in this game. Great job. Patrick Beverly, 20 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds. That's what such a good game for Bev, but it gets swept under the rug a little bit. D'Angelo Russell, 19 points, 6 assists. I believe he was like 8 for 12 from the field. Efficient night from D'Angelo Russell. Can't ask for anything more. 
Uh, Jalen Noel, 15 points, six rebounds, three assists. He did get 26 minutes in this game, but Jordan McLaughlin was not in the rotation, or I think he was hurt. So even when he comes back, that's what I'm preaching here, is that Noel uh, needs to stay in this rotation more. Torian Prince, uh, efficient as well, five for nine, 13 points, four boards, four assists. A solid game from Prince. With Jaden McDaniels hurt, we're going to be seeing a lot more of Prince. Hopefully this injury does not last too long for Jaden. Now, the San Antonio Spurs had a couple players with good lines as well, with Keldon Johnson finishing with 34 points, eight rebounds, four assists. There was a point there. I think it was in the first quarter. He was, what, eight for eight from the field, something like that. Just nuts. Jante Murray, we know how he is. We know what he can do. 30 points, 12 assists, four rebounds. And Lonnie Walker ended up getting 22 22 points in this game off the bench. So, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, the, the final line for this game for both teams. One thing I did skip over now we have to get into. I haven't said anything in this whole podcast about Anthony Edwards. It's time to talk about Anthony Edwards because this was my other concern. Five points on seven shots and 30 minutes played. He just hasn't been as aggressive as we've seen early in the, earlier in the season or when he's feeling confident. I think he was two for seven from the field. But in 30 minutes, he only had five points. I think he had three and three in the other categories. And Ant, I mean, as long as he's locked in defensively, great. If Crowd's dropping a 60 bomb, as long as Ant's locked in defensively, great. That's probably where we need him. But five points is still unacceptable. He's better than this. He is better than this, and he knows he's better than this. We need him to get more engaged offensively. But half of the battle is, too, is that I feel like we are not giving him the ball in open floor situations any, as much anymore. We're not letting him go to work. We're not letting him play a little one-on-one, which he needs to do to get into a rhythm is to play a little one-on-one basketball. And we just haven't been giving him those opportunities as of lately. So I'm interested to see in these next games, what is going to happen there. All right. That's all I wanted to talk about there. Now, Timberwolves, we turn the page here. Lakers on Wednesday, the Lakers fall to 29 and 39. LeBron has been very frustrated lately, 10 games under 500. Lakers are not a scary team to me. And they are not a scary team around the National Basketball Association right now. Everybody's kind of looking over them, and hopefully we can get the job done on Wednesday. Uh, but we can't come in there, you know, overlooking them, obviously. You need to put them to bed. They still have LeBron. They still have AD. They still have Russell Westbrook when he's not playing like Westbrook, you know. And then uh, after the game Wednesday, we have a break until Saturday. We are hosting Milwaukee, 4 p.m. tip at Target Center. All right, guys, I just wanted to say this, that this is my first game I will be attending this year. I am very excited. I haven't been to a game in a couple of years now because of the COVID season, and I will be there. I got tickets behind the Wolves Tunnel there. If you see me, come say hi. I can't wait to uh, meet some of you guys probably. The thing is, though, is that I'm going to have to do a face reveal so you guys actually know who I am, so you know who you're looking for if you if you guys are uh, at this game. Anyways, I hope to meet some of you guys and uh, talk to you guys about basketball at the game, and maybe we'll get to see some Wolves players but yeah, I'll have to do a face reveal on Twitter or something. So stay tuned for that. And uh, I'd love to see you guys at the game. Very excited. Very excited. This is honestly the first time I'll be seeing uh, Anthony Edwards or D'Angelo Russell play. I haven't been to a game since Westbrook was on the Rockets. It was Houston game. It was a game that some of you will probably remember. It was at Target Center, obviously. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin had a poster dunk over Capella. Um Westbrook dropped 44 that game and was phenomenal. Harden only had like 13. I was back when we still had wigs too. So yeah, it's been a minute. I'm very excited to get back in the cities and get back to uh, Target Center. So yeah, come say hi if you see me.
uh, till next time, uh, don't forget to uh, add the podcast. Tell your friends, rate, review the show, add it to wherever you're listening, and uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at the Hell of E-Ball. All right. Thank you guys, and have a great day. We'll see you in the next one.